You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody, to the Modern Horrors Podcast, episode 100 and 161. <laughs> Got caught in a loop there. Just <laughs> 100 and 161. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Luke Rodriguez. I'm joined, as always, by Jacob Hopkins. We are both from ModernHorrors.com, and Christmas was yesterday. Yep. Yeah, goddamn, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, isn't that nuts? Uh, like I was telling you, I've had the longest ongoing Christmas, and it's not done yet. Just the way you know, kind of family is. Yeah, I went and celebrated with my family because there's a little bit of travel involved on the 22nd, 23rd. We did our own personal Christmas on the 24th. Sure. Uh, Emily's parents came on the 25th to do just Rowan's things. Yeah, and since uh, my uh, sister-in-law and her boyfriend have been out of town, we're waiting to do stuff with them this coming up weekend. So uh, yeah. like. I love Christmas, but fucking a, let it end. Please just let it end. Yeah, man. I uh, I really didn't have too much travel on my end, which is weird because I'm usually traveling <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> um, Sadie kicked it with like the immediately fa- uh, the immediate family. Yeah, uh, yeah, had a good time. Don't get to really hang out with them very much. So uh, not really the stressful holiday like movie picture. Like I, sure. I used to have a lot of the things. I think most of us had those growing up. But at least me, as I get older, like yeah. I-, I found it at least in the last like ten years or so, like. Really easy just to like stop fucking with family that I don't like. Like <laughs> yes. like when you whenever you hit a certain age, like as an adult, like you get to decide you know, if you want, if you want to continue seeing these people or not. And like right. you know if they if the people that I don't like or don't bring me joy, I just don't hang out with anymore. It's that minimalist lifestyle, dude. That's how I do yeah. it with like everything, people, things, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. If it stops bringing me joy, then uh, what's the point of having it around? Yeah. So. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you by uh, the Modern Horrors Podcast Network, along with our friends, our Patreon podcast, donators, sponsors, providers, all that good shit, Joe Decker, Mm -hmm. Drew Marvick. I owe him makeup sex. Drew Marvick? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we we went from, 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 um... From nods to nothing is what I want to say, but only <laughs> only the most hardcore niche of Seinfeld fans are going to get that one, I promise. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we love you, Drew, and I probably do hate most of your movies. Right, right. Not, not your movies, I actually liked your one movie. <laughs> that sounded harsher than it was. <laughs> your favorite movies is what I, I mean. Apparently I shit on some of his favorites, and I don't even know which ones they were. I can't even keep track anymore. I think it was the one that Patrick liked, the, uh, the Christmas one. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Drew, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I guess the sex is fine, but we're, we're still going to be at ends on that one. Yeah. Right? We just can't meet up. <laughs> yeah, stay together for the kids. Right. On that That's one. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, you know, we've got uh, Audible is still kicking. It's still they doing still its are. thing. Oh, so many fucking good stuff's coming out, too, that, you know, not necessarily horror that sure. I want to read. But uh, Emily just read one called Vox, V-O-X. Okay. She says it's pretty good. Uh, she didn't give me the full rundown, but she said it was kind of in the same vein of Handmaiden's Tale. So okay. That one might be worth uh, checking out, I'm, I'm guessing, you know. Okay. Uh, she's not a big reader, and she tore through that one in like two, three days. All right, shots right. fired at the wife, though. Right. She's, she not a, she's not much of a reader. She would admit it. She's, <laughs> she's, uh, she joined a book club just to kind of force herself into oh, getting into reading. Chrissy so. did that, too, actually. Yeah, yeah that's fun. Uh, as a big reader, that one's always struck me as odd because yeah. I can't relate. So I just do it for fun. And I couldn't imagine, uh, no offense to anyone else, reading a book just to go talk with it with other people. They just would, ugh, ugh. Yeah, it's weird. I watch movies just to talk about them. I know, we, I mean, we do that <laughs> for whatever reason. I guess I can understand it. Fuck me, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, fuck you. Basically. 
Yeah, man. Um, so if you are interested in checking out, was it VOX? Vox? Uh, Vox, Something yeah. similar in tone to Handmade. Handmaiden? Handmaid. I always fuck that up. Handmaiden's Handmaiden's tale. tale. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Okay. Then you can go to <laughs> audibletrial.com slash horrors and enjoy a free book on us. Yeah, there you go. You're welcome, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so a lot has happened. A lot more than you would have thought would happen uh, leading up like, to the holiday break here. And In fact, we didn't really get much of a horror break. More, more news ar- arguably dropped in like, the Christmas Eve and Christmas Day than it has in the last month or so. No, that, that's fair. That's fair. At least... Uh Big things, you would say, yeah. or one could argue big things. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, obviously, we're going to get into several things in the chopping block later on. At least Ooh. I watched. I don't know how I watched maybe five ish, four or five. I watched three new things and two old things. Okay, well, that'd be fun. Uh, I've already mentioned many a times. Uh, one we have to <laughs> okay. review on the podcast, but I'll bring them up. You know, it was Christmas st- tradition. Sometimes that's interesting, man. E- e- even a couple things that we've reviewed on the podcast, which has only existed for the last three, four years right. now. Uh, I've rewatched things that I know we talked about on here that I probably feel differently about now. Definitely, which that, that happens. That, still. That's, that rewatch sometimes will uh, change things, especially yeah. when there's no pressure to have to talk about it. For sure, for sure. Uh, so it sounds like we got a lot to get into. Uh, but before we get into any of that, Jacob Hubbard, please start take me through the news feed. You guys know what's coming up. If, you, <laughs> if, you, if you've paid attention to anything, if you've turned your television on, uh, if you're familiar with the horror space, which I have to imagine you are, you know we are going to talk about Jordan Peele's trailer, Us. Yeah, and there's a lot to talk about on this one, too. There's a, I mean, a lot of speculation could be had. Yeah. Much to... Uh, <sighs> The delight of some on Twitter and uh, uh, just the utter disdain of others on Twitter, right? Yeah. Like, uh, my favorite are all the people like, oh, here come the white people with their dissertations on the Us trailer. Yeah. Calm down, motherfuckers. There's a, there's a lot. Jordan Peele is known for symbolism, and there's right, a lot going right, on right. here. Like, what do you want us to do? Not not mention it? Fuck off. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, but let's, let's, uh, we'll, we'll talk about all that in a minute. Let's, let's talk about the movie itself. In the, in, in the movie itself, honestly, there wasn't that much known about it uh, no. up until yesterday. Uh, I think like the the poster was shared, which not really all that showed was kind of a Elm Street esque color palette mm-hmm. with like scissors in hand, even like the brown glove in the in the scissors. I don't know. It was kind of uh, reminiscent of of those Nightmare on Elm Street ideas, at least. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and then of course that got everyone speculating wildly, in, in, inappropriately speculating. I would say like <laughs> like there's no fucking chance Jordan Peele made like an undercover Elm Street remake. Like people were people were getting pretty crazy. <laughs> That'd be second. ridiculous, yeah. but awesome kind of. I mean, I'd be into it. <laughs> um, but instead, what it is, it comes to find out on Christmas morning, the trailer drops. It's it's about this just normal family that goes to the beach for vacation. They're hanging out and doing vacation stuff. Uh, it looks like either they have a beach house or maybe they're doing like an Airbnb type thing. I don't know. Either way, looks like maybe son has an encounter at said beach, like the young, youngest son. Uh, then they go home either that night or some other night and are met with some unwanted house guests. And it turns out those house guests uh, are actually like doppelgangers of them. Yeah, yeah, wild. Interesting stuff, man. I, I, I saw this playing out in several different ways, but once I saw the trailer, I was actually surprised by how much, and this, I know this is going to bug some people, but how much more quote-unquote horror-y this felt as opposed to, to Get Out. No, that's fair. Uh, Get Out was definitely consumable by the masses, hence all the accolades, I think. Not to say that it's not a great horror film, but I agree there was... A little more sharpness to the edge on this yeah. one, as far as horror goes. For me, it was that 
it's like, okay, this is a pretty cool idea, but when those silhouettes are in the driveway, uh-huh. and he makes mention of, uh, you know, whatever, let's get it on, or whatever yeah, he says. If you, you want to get crazy, we'll get crazy yeah. or something. And then yeah. all of a sudden, there's this very jerky, like, they just shoot out in all directions kind of mo- movement. I was like, okay, that tickles something in my uncanny valley, and, yeah. and we're on a wild ride right now. So, uh, I mean, a lot of speculation has come out. Of course, there's videos breaking down the, all the things. Uh, Steven Lafferty for, for our website, Modern Horrors, they, uh, he, <laughs> they. <laughs> all his personalities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did a really cool uh, piece on five things that I, I personally didn't notice whenever I was watching the trailer. And I kind of wanted to dig into a little bit of that, right? Yeah. So uh, it, the, the, the first thing that he, he talks about, Steven, in, in his piece on the website, is when, when, the, when the kid gets separated from his family at the beach, uh, there's there's um there's a house like a house of mirrors or mm-hmm. so, like something a fun house. like a fun house on on the left hand side called Merlin's something, um and it's like see, find, see yourself or find yourself or something like that. It seems very uh, for a movie that's about facing your doppelganger. It seems a little pretty pretty clear that there's a tie in there, right? <laughs> a little on the nose, huh? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you think that there's actually some sort of like play into the story itself? Like, do, do you think that that funhouse on the beach is gonna is going to do something? Because another one of the things that he he finds was a a young girl on a beach, like in a really fast frame, wearing like a Michael Jackson Thriller shirt. So obviously dating it, you know, yes. back a little bit, leading one to believe that like maybe the mother had some sort of traumatic event on that same beach. Like, so maybe that same house of whatever is still causing trouble. Maybe she had a traumatic event and she's worried about the sun. I don't know. There's all kinds of crazy places my mind is going and most of it is in like the psychological realm. Yeah, I don't think it's unwarranted and it's funny you bring up the the dating of things because yeah. I kind of had the same thing with the little boy. He's wearing a jaw shirt. He's got an old school Chewbacca mask mm. on his head. Now, if that's the case, it's cleverly done because you you know those old school retro shirts are widely available. Hell, you can sure. even go to Walmart and yeah. buy like a retro jaw shirt. And of course, Star Wars is back in action, so getting a uh, cheap plastic Chewbacca not mask not hard. Yeah. So is that just clever to kind of make you think, or is it legit a little bit uh, like you say, some kind of traumatic event? I definitely think this is going to be heavy on the psychology. So I thought that too, uh, and and then because and you brought up we actually brought this up on the show a long time ago. Yeah, when we because saw the first the poster. poster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where it looks like that 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 test, yeah, the Rorschach, yeah, uh, like ink block ink test, blocks, yeah. Um, so like based on like the mother having, uh, I think there's even a plot synopsis floating around, not the one on IMDb, but an elongated plot synopsis that even alludes to the mother having suffered a traumatic event during her childhood. Um, I think that meshes pretty well with what we see in that thriller shirt in in the teaser there. But um, I, I just. I lost my train of thought. No. Well, here, is speaking of the Rorschach test, right? Yeah, that, that's, yeah. Okay, that, go ahead, go that, ahead. That's kind of where I was going it. for it. Uh, was, yeah, I think that was, I was literally like going to set you up for something else, I think. <laughs> so normally, and by no means an expert here, but normally you've got mirror images. So like, that's why the, the whole joke is it looks like a butterfly or whatever the fuck it is, right? Yes, 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 yes. I think there's a lot of that going on as well because they're, is the imagery of the uh, paper puppets and the scissors cutting mm-hmm. in half? I think Stephen even pointed out he couldn't find out what it was, but what I think the girl has like a some sort of pin mm-hmm. on her jacket mm-hmm. that we don't know what it is, but it's a mirrored image as well. Yes, and symbolism of scissors is typically, as you might imagine, either separating mm. or it can be coming together of like the spiritual and physical, because obviously the scissors sure, the two sure. pieces come together. So I think. 
and this isn't stretching anything by any stretch of the imagination, if you ask me, based on what we know about all the little tidbits that Jordan sprinkled in during Get Out. I mean, every little thing in the background had to do with something for the most part. I mean, he clearly gets a lot of joy out of this. Yeah. It's so why you wouldn't think that this movie wouldn't be the same thing, if not even more so, would blow my mind. Well, I, I think and I kind of I finally remember where I was going. Okay, with my, good. I, I remember where the train was going now. Um, I, it, I, I, everything in that teaser makes me believe it's going to be psychologically yeah, yeah. driven. And I think that's kind of the point. But yeah. then I, I hear uh, Jordan Peele dropping shit in interviews talking about the mythology of the tethered. Mm. Have, have you seen any of that? I did not. It's like this whole, um, I, I guess it's, a, it's an actual thing, like a doppelganger, you know, sort of existence, okay. you know, uh, an analogy for it. Uh, but it seems to be like they're, they're real, at least in the context of the movie, a real thing. So what I was worried about happening uh, was that this would be another sort of like phantasm or ghost stories mm, or mm. identity, like sort of it was all a dream and all right, the people right. that you see are uh, symbolic of everyone in the room at the time of some traumatic event that happened when she was <laughs> on the beach. Wizard you know? of Oz shit happened. Yeah, like, oh, this guy was a cotton candy ma- maker uh, whenever she was you know, traumatized on the beach as a little girl. Like that, that's, that's what I w- was hoping not to happen. And hearing him talking about this mythology that he wanted to create around these, these things called the tethered, that makes me believe that it's almost more of a, almost more of a creature film than a than a you know a psych psychology psychological thriller. I, I could see him doing a little bit of both, right? Yeah, like the overarching is psychological, but then there's just that little bit of oomph to make it seem like these were potentially a real thing, kind of like he did with the sunken place. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah. you know that was a, definitely a, a big part of that mythology, but surprisingly, that didn't. They didn't take center stage in a lot of yeah, ways. It's not like that made it a sci-fi film, even though like the idea right. kind of is. And it, which was interesting is how much you know that kind of took off on its own and became like a meme of sorts, sure. you know, and things. Because uh, it was such a s- small part of that whole movie. Uh, so I would not be surprised to see it be psychological steel, with these being different components of a person's personality, but just a little bit of their actual real manifestations yeah. as well. I also saw um, someone on Instagram uh, mentioned on our, our post that no one that he's seen yet has mentioned there's like a theme of like hear no evil, see no evil. Mm. Because like I think the dad, his mouth is shut, like the son is wearing a mask or something, yeah, yeah. The, the, the daughter in one of the... The stills has like her her ears covered, so there's like some thematic elements there happening as well. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. So uh, th- there's a lot to dig into, and it, it may Definitely. involve all of that or none of that. Like, who, who knows? <laughs> right. um, I guess the question I'll pose to you is: Do we feel like Jordan Peele has done enough to differentiate him, like to put distance between himself and Get Out, and do something different enough to be like original again? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Of course. We don't know where it's going to go, sure, sure. how it's going to turn, uh, but there, this definitely seems like a whole newish idea. Even if it somehow rolls back into some kind of race play, uh, I, I think there's going to be enough freshness there that we're not going to be like, oh, this is Get Out Part 2 or whatever the sure, fuck it's going to sure, be. Sure, sure, um, sure. Because it definitely seems like it's more like this person or persons is facing themselves, their selves, however that may play out. The, right. This collection of people, these, these ten folks. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be, like, race doesn't seem to be at the forefront of this one. No. Like, period. Like, other than starring a larger number of African Americans than most <laughs> right. motion pictures do, um, like, 
and that in and of itself shouldn't be that unusual, to be honest. Like, but it, it just feels like it's a thing because it's something we're not used to seeing so often. Yeah, but for me, like there was an expectation of like, is Jordan Peele going to put that into this trailer? And then when I watched the trailer, it just seemed like, oh, it's just this family just having family. to deal with themselves. Right. We're which not was interesting. To, it's not the first purge. <laughs> right. You, yeah, you, yeah. you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So if he does squeeze a race card in, I think honestly this may be the better way to do it. Absolutely. The more clever way to do it. Because you yeah. want to reach people, obviously you can just preach to the choir and yeah, they're going to clap on the back and feel sure. good about yourself. But this would be maybe, you know, those people that are on the fringe of maybe being a little hateful. Yeah. Maybe you bring them into the fold with something clever like this. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really, really, like it has surpassed uh, any sort of um, expectation that I had for it already. I wanted to, uh, someone on Twitter reached out and uh, I want to kind of give credit where credit is oh, due on this one. Give some credit to Twitter folks. Because I hadn't heard it. So the Horror Aisle, uh, at the Horror Aisle on Twitter, oh. uh, sort of responded and s- said, like, hey, did you see the, the movies that Peel had oh. his lead actress work with, like, or at least watch before they filmed the movie? Yeah, there, was the, there was a list that they all, he wanted them all to watch, so they had, quote unquote, a common language. Yeah, so movies on that list. Uh, Dead Again, The Shining, Babadook, It Follows, A Tale of Two Sisters, The Birds, Funny Games, Martyrs, Let the Right One In, and The Sixth Sense. Now, one that really stuck out to me off the rip, which is funny because I don't even, I'm excited about this movie and I really don't like this movie, <laughs> is Funny Games. Okay, yeah, I, get, yeah. I get a lot of funny games from the trailer. Yeah. Just because it's sort of like Cape Cod home invasion yes. stuff, you know? I, I agree. Yeah. I, you know, we, we played this little game when we were first trying to get this movie idea off the ground of, like, not necessarily movies you like or movies that you want the movie to be like, but, like, tonally, you know, so you get an idea right, tonally. Right. Maybe it's just this one scene from this one movie, but just to kind of help you visualize. I, I could be totally wrong. I just feel like that's what's going on here. He just wanted everybody to have these ideas of tonality. Sure. So that... Once again, we could all be on the same playing field. One, he went to you know have his vision played out. No, absolutely. And I think it's actually really smart, like being able yeah. to reference a scene in a movie where you can be like, you want to get a certain emotion or or a face or a reading out of someone. You can just be like Nancy in the bathtub. Yeah, you know, and then she'll just know what that means and and, and go for it. You know, I think that's really smart. Because to us, these are all like common knowledge to the horror crowd, but right, like, right. to these the not professional crowd, actors, yeah, yeah, like all those probably don't know what the hell. These half these movies are right. So just to make sure we're all on the same pl- playing field, let's just make sure that you all have to fucking watch these movies. It's fantastic. To which I'm sure some of them are like motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. All right, man. That's all I got for us. You got any last little bits? I mean, there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, I mean, there it's going to be a big deal. I hope we don't see too much more of it. To be honest, um, yeah, you know that's not going to be the case. Yeah, I mean, but it comes out in March. Uh, I think it's interesting because tickets are already on sale. God so damn. I, I know. So this this is going to be a big deal, man. Like, and, and I think I'll just close with that is, uh, given how successful Get Out was and how it caught everyone's eye, I feel like this is going to be even more popular than than Get Out because Get Out became an event. Like it kind of it had a, it had a very quick crescendo, yes. but it was still a crescendo, right? Right. This is coming out the gate just fortissimo, motherfucker. <laughs> like it is gonna, it's going to be loud out the gate, you know? Yeah, agreed. Something that's not going to be nearly as loud, and uh, well, I mean, I, we're not even sure where we're standing at with this one right now. Coming out of Denmark, it's called oh. Finale. Yeah. Uh, uh, weird, right? It's very weird. It's very weird. Uh, even. <laughs> 
even up to the way that like the that the the press release came to us, like it's through a PR company. But then if you look at the PR company's email, it's like horror casting it. Uh, I actually almost said I don't want to give anyone's email away but like it's it's just interesting like the whole thing is kind of weird right so I fire up the trailer because honestly the the pitch didn't exactly do it for me right (laughs) Uh, but then the still images looked all right. yeah yeah there's some weirdness happening there right yeah there's like a like a clown-ish person tied up like people tied to chairs wearing like people wearing people masks which to me is always kind of creepy for For whatever reason um, so like that intrigued me. Fire up the trailer. Me and you watched it together just a second ago. And I've watched it twice now. I still don't even really know how to kick this conversation off. Yeah. So a, a quick bit of how I understood the synopsis where there's these two young women who work at a convenience store slash gas, gas station, station yeah. in Denmark. This random psychopath shows up to kidnap them and he is going to have a show... I guess on the internet, perhaps I don't know. Uh, where they he, didn't really dive into that, right? Yeah, he didn't didn't really make that clear to where he violently tortures them. I suppose I don't know. Beats them up, does something to them. <laughs> beats them up because uh, he definitely looks like he slugs one. You know what I immediately thought of was our very first kill year. cast. Yes, yes, that's kill exactly cast. what I thought of our too. Our very first year of existence. This dude reached out uh, and he had this very interesting concept where he was going to do a live internet show over Halloween, and it was. Uh, Ambitious. Various, yeah, ambitious. Various <laughs> yeah. levels of success. I, I like the idea. Kind of as much as I didn't really enjoy the original Kill Cast, I was kind of hoping he might try it again. Same here. Uh, for because it was basically like almost like a, a live 24 hour feed yes. of like a, a digital screen, like a stage play almost. Exactly. It uh, had a, what's his face? Um, Dude, it had a lot of people. Adam uh, Re- Refn. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, he was in there. Like, I don't know. It was all very strange. Like, I feel like maybe Edward Furlong showed up for a second. Like, a lot of weird it was people. One of the dudes who's been in like every single one of the parts of the Caribbean movies. Yeah, he's, like the, the one of the two duo, the comic relief guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was there for a minute. I mean, like, it was. It wasn't good by any stretch no, of the imagination. But it was also strangely higher production than it had any right to be. And, but I'm with you. I kind of got that vibe. From this, that's because, what it felt like he was. This character was doing was that right? Yeah, no, I agree. So, the plot synopsis shines a little bit more light on it, which makes me kind of be a little more, uh, slightly more into the concept. Okay. So you're 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 spot on so far. So two two women, yeah. working in a gas station, um, psycho killer is going to come Rolls and do some up. shit. Yeah. But the night and why this is um, kind of cooler is like it's it's on the night of the biggest sporting event in Denmark's history. Mm. So like everyone's glued to the TV, like the police are like in their squad cars trying to catch it on the radio. No one's fucking to pay attention to anything because of this sporting event and it's the the perfect playground for someone like this. I think that's a cool idea. Okay. Yeah, that could work for sure. Um it, it's trying to hint at it being super violent, almost like a all a martyrs-esque in a weird way. It's a strange pool quote in there. Did um, you get that? I which one? It's <laughs> a couple, yeah. Yeah, that was a couple. I, I th- and I'm, I'm still not sure on this, having, having seen it twice, and rewinding and reading the actual quote a couple ah. times. But I think it's a pull quote from the producer of the oh, movie. Oh, yes. Saying that he's never felt more uncomfortable watching something that he financed. Yes, I did see that one, <laughs> and it flashed so fucking quick that I was just like, did I read that the yeah. right way? No, I went okay. back. Okay, you went back and you very and, right. And, and to be honest... It's not the best constructed sentence, but I think that's what it's saying, yes. No, no, I, it definitely said something, uh, if that's not word for word, along those lines of, like, I couldn't finish watching this thing <laughs> or something and, like But that. then it's like, this thing, P, 
period. That, yeah, that I financed. No, then there's like, period, <laughs> I financed this. <laughs> Which is, it's just it's the weirdest bull quote, like, in the world. I don't, I don't know if there's a language barrier there could or what. Be some I, language yeah, barrier. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, I think the. I think this thing could have legs. There's a weird aesthetic thing that I take a little bit of issue with, though, for sure. Um, I, me too, but it seems like it's supposed to be kind of trashy. So a similar in aesthetic, I would say, to like a Terrifier. Exactly like Like that. really cranked contrast and gritty looking almost shit. Almost a little better looking, though, than, than Terrifier. A little bit. But it is yeah, that yeah. weird, like you said, that weird, like it's almost uh, too much contrast. Yeah. A little yeah. too crisp. I think that if this has the kills of a Terrifier. Sure. I don't expect this to be a good movie by any stretch of the imagination, but this could very well be an entertaining movie for sure. Definitely looks like we've uh, we've taken some care to make a I hate to use the word iconic, but definitely a recognizable character of, of a villain. Mm-hmm. He's in some kind of weird, almost clown-ish, speaking of terrifier yeah. outfit. I don't did we see his face? I don't know if we do. We, we haven't seen his face. We hear the voice, and the voice is pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. I'm yeah. down. Let's take a second to talk about the uh, the one still image that we got that had the craziest thing that we still don't understand, where it says blockbuster <laughs> in the actual old school blockbuster movie font and color. To the, which I looked at Luke, I go, "Is this like blockbuster fucking blockbuster?" But we don't think it is. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and <laughs> I think if blockbuster was still largely around to make a claim of any sort that they they might want to do so. Uh, because, like, on the poster, it straight up says Blockbuster Presents in the Blockbuster, like, logo. Fucking yellow and everything. But then when you look at the bottom of the fine print, it's, like, blockbuster.de, like, uh, or something. Yeah, so it, but Denmark. Maybe that's still, like, Maybe uh, that maybe yeah. that is like they're maybe they're still big in like Europe or something. Like I, I don't know. Sort of like there's that one in Alaska that's still hanging yeah, around that hadn't died wherever yet. that is. Yeah, like maybe they're just really big in Denmark still and can produce movies. I, I don't know. All right, you know what? I'm going to give it a chance. I'm kind of curious. I do tend to like movies from that part of the world. So weird enough. thing though. Okay. So part of this teaser is subtitled. Yes. The writing on the wall is English. Definitely. Um. The killer is speaking in English. Yep. Interesting. It's the, it's the problem with those fucks up there. They're so goddamn smart and talented, and they learn English from such an early age that they, they speak their language very well, and they speak English better than we fucking do. Even, their, me even their psychopaths. Yeah, even their psychopaths. <laughs> it just It's infuriating. Quit being so goddamn smart. Yeah. I don't know. No, no release date on this one yet. Uh, I think I am going to respond on that one just to see what more we can learn because as well. I'm really intrigued by it. Right. Um, We're on the fence, so I mean, why not? Yeah, so uh, 2019 is all they said in the email, and uh, as soon as we know more, we'll, we'll let you know. That's that's finale. Maybe if we give it the uh, thumbs up approval, it'll it'll push along, right? That's all it needs uh, is the just MH. Needs us. Just yeah, needs us. That's, that's all. all. <laughs> uh, something that doesn't need us is Greta. I, you like, hey, I found this one. I haven't watched it yet. Let's check it out. I didn't expect much, and then lo and behold, I was like, holy fuck, look at this. Looks better than I thought. Um, So this was sent over by Focus Features, uh, who dabble in the the genre from time to time, uh, sometimes to not great success, (laughs) like like the forest comes to mind, like really big genre offerings that just don't pan out. Uh, but they also did Sinister, which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. You know, so that, they go either way. So Greta is uh, starring Chloe Mor. Is it Moretz? God, dude, I'm always so bad at her last name. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because I always want to see either Mortez or Moretz or kind of. You guys know who the fuck we're yeah. talking about. Chloe. <laughs> um, so either way, stars her. Let me just say something about Chloe. Please. She will always 
perpetually be because what is she like twenty something now? Yeah, she still looks like she's nine now. I think she's twelve. She's always yeah. gonna be twelve to me. That poor woman. She's gonna be like a grown ass, just beautiful looking woman, and I'm always gonna think of her as a twelve year old. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Some people just have that vibe, man. Yeah, dude. And she's she's got the vibe. Always gonna be twelve to me. But anyways, uh, either way. Um, Chloe is on a subway going yeah. home uh, in the city, and she finds a, or a rather ornate-looking handbag, I would say. It's a nice-looking handbag. And she opens it up. There is a woman's business card in it. It's Greta something. Sure. Um, it's got her name and her address on it, so she's being a good Samaritan, returns the handbag to Greta, and the two kind of strike up this weird like uh, intergenerational friendship. Yeah, because Greta's a little bit of an older lady. Yeah. She doesn't seem like she has a lot of friends kind of by herself, and so, you know, Chloe's character is like, hey, let me just... Hang out with you. We'll do some simple shit and, uh, you know. Go take in a movie. Yeah. Maybe get a dinner. It's like that. Um, so as the trailer progresses, and it is a lengthy trailer, Ooh, boy. Um, you come to find out that maybe Chloe, it, this, this, isn't, this isn't Greta's first rodeo. This isn't the first <laughs> handbag that's been delivered. Um, it it kind of becomes known that maybe she's out there fishing for people with these handbags to come to her home. And by the time it's all said and done in this like almost three-minute trailer, uh, she gets pretty bloody and kooky, and there's needles and there's yeah. buckets of blood. Like, well, I don't know what's going on, but I'm really interested in it. Shit kicks off. Now, this isn't anything like as far as just a pure idea. Nothing groundbreakingly new. No, We've seen no. this a thousand times. Yeah. Now, it's normally with like a weird obsessive lover of some sort. Either it's a it's a guy or a girl uh, infatuated with the other one. Yeah. This is more of just like. Like you said, a friendship kind of thing where the, the one lady has sinister intentions from the get go for reasons we don't really know. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think it does take this idea in a direction that we haven't really necessarily seen before. I think that I think you're 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 all over it because yeah. this is something we've seen a, a million times. But because it's not the lovers' quarrel, yeah, it's way more interesting. I think it's almost like she's got this weird emptiness syndrome where she wants Chloe now to kind of be her pseudo daughter so she can take care of her. Yeah, I swear to God, I saw her lock her in a fucking chest at one point. I'm right? not sure because it was a, kind of a cool little camera thing they yeah. were doing, but it looks like it That's looks like she gets put in a chest. Fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, it went from. It's a neat idea, and it looks pretty, to what the fuck is going to happen here. Yeah, so knowing that it was from Focus and the fact that I just haven't really heard too much about it, like uh, in the genre Twitter circle or anything, I was expecting it. Like We would watch the trailer and be like, oh, that looks cool, but not really something that we should talk about. But no, like that's squarely in in genre space. Right in the middle lane. Uh, Actually, it looks good enough. I'm kind of surprised it wasn't the kind of thing. Like you were saying, they've pushed... Other products, you know, pretty hard. Yeah. This almost struck me as something that maybe deserved a little bit of a push. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, maybe not Super Bowl push. Definitely but like, you don't want that. But, like, maybe a TV spot here or there. Yeah, yeah. Something a little more mainstream than what it's getting. Uh, especially with the the visuals and Chloe in particular. I feel she's like got a name. Yeah. She's got enough now. Where we, she, we don't know how to fucking say it, but it. she's got a name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I think it's Marantz. I, I really think okay. it is. Okay, um, Yeah. Color me curious on this one as well. Dude. I'm into it. Uh, I don't. Let me get the the release date because this one I think is well. All I know right now, I don't want to get too specific, but it's March. Yeah. It's March. Yeah, I, that's yeah. Because I remember there's a lot of shit coming out in March. Actually, March I think is going to be there's something else coming out in March though. Because I remember I think thinking, it's the next thing we're talking about. Okay. Because I was like, God damn, March is going to be fucking stacked. Because that's when Us comes out. Yes. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, yeah. Make the little fingers go. Yeah, Greta. Fuck yeah, man. March, March? In theaters, March 1st. So, yeah, so that's us, Greta, and the next thing we're about to talk about, also from Focus Features. Also in March. Um, 
uh, what the fuck is this movie called? Captive State. Captive State, which we've talked about this one before. We did, but we only had uh, the teaserest of teasers to talk about, right? Yeah, this was the one where um, it was like John Goodman mm-hmm. in like a gas mask pod, like comes out like some big sporting event, looks like the Super Bowl or some shit, like a spacecraft hovers out around it, and then it's done. Like yep, that was, was pretty over. much everything that we saw. Uh, now a full teaser is out, or a full trailer is out. Yes. Uh, also incredibly long, also from Focus Ooh, Features. Yes, it is. But, by God, there's a lot more of this movie than I thought there was. Yeah. It almost felt like a District 9 type of movie yeah. to me. I got that vibe where the one the one character, that kid, looks like he maybe is playing double agent of some sort for some kind of resistance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's definitely some aliens. You get to see some quick glimpses of them in there. I don't really know how they play into the overarching theme because it almost felt like they were secondary in this whole kind of get up it definitely seems like mankind has been occupied by aliens and they might even be pulling the strings behind everything but we're kind of used to it at this point right like we're like we've like the john goodman specifically seems to be um in a reporting relationship with them in some way shape or form uh and he's kind of the one potentially getting the double agent uh rebel guy going back and forth um, so yeah, it's an alien movie, which we kind of already knew about, but it's also way more larger in scale. Like, I mean, there's these horizon shots with alien spacecrafts everywhere and, you know, shooting missiles through the air. And like, I don't know, it's just a lot bigger than I thought this was going to be. It's definitely, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a huge scope to this. There's definitely some kind of cast system going on. They're talking about the ones below or something yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, well, which I was kind of uh, confused about that. I didn't know if maybe when they say the ones below, like, were they actually talking about, like, the aliens as well? Like, maybe they're not just hovering. Maybe they actually came from beneath like I, I don't know like that's a, but that's a question who are the ones below right never know i took it personally as a caste system of sorts but uh because yeah, that's the thing is john goodman even human or is he alien in a human suit right Great question uh because if he's human why does he need that gas mask thing oh, fuck dude good questions uh <laughs> dude see yeah there's a lot to unpack i don't i'm suspecting though this one isn't very much horror at all it's more sci-fi i think yeah i mean this looks like it's just a retelling of the war of the worlds almost i mean it's just a big uh, some political space epic with political and social undertones Yeah. yeah definitely a lot of political social undertones of sorts the alien design is interesting though it's got like this weird morphy spikiness to it or something almost mech like yeah yeah a little bit there was i don't know like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then it did this weird thing with its skin. I go, oh, that's a little bit cooler, actually. Yeah, agreed. Because the first time you see it, they're in this, they're, they're in a tunnel, and it's kind of like a depth of field that's out of focus in front mm-hmm. of you. And they almost look more like robots in that shot. And I was like, well, that's okay. But then you actually do see, which I kind of almost wish you hadn't seen in the trailer, uh, yes. um, a much cooler version of that, which I would have much rather just been surprised in when I watched the movie. I hope this is like a cool District 9 kind of way of a space invasion movie. I, I do enjoy that movie. Uh, but man, I'm, I'm not going to lie. As much as I was excited for it previously, I think I'm moved a little more towards just neutral at this point. Yeah, I think I am too, actually. Uh, even though it is all of those things that we just said, bigger in scope, uh, more visually impressive. Yeah. I think it, it's, it's kind of destined gets- to be a movie that doesn't 
perform as well as they think it's going to. Yeah. Well, it's like you say, you know, since it is bigger, I think that gives it more room to fail. Yeah. There's more opportunities for missteps. So. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Uh, I'm still I'm still totally gonna watch it because I really like John Goodman. <laughs> well, yeah. And come I on. really like Aliens. Um, and you know, socially hot stuff is is, is hot Ooh, right now. It's so hot. Hot's hot is hot. Hot's is hot. You know what's gonna be hot? Also, I think you said March as well. Oh shit! Fucking Black Mirror. Yeah, that's Mar- no, no, no. Is that not March? No, no. This is a uh, Friday. Is, uh, no, this Friday. What day is today? Today is fucking Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, so this Friday. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. So there this goes is my weekend. This is interesting. So this is a Black Mirror's like Bandersnatch or some shit. <laughs> is that what it is? No, I think that's exactly what it is. But it's so funny when I this I think it's the first time I've heard anyone say it out loud. And so now that I hear Bandersnatch. Because <laughs> I've just read it, but now that I hear you say it, it's hilarious. Bandersnatch. Whatever it is. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, we're gonna find out on Friday, I think. So <laughs> on um Bro, did you banish Snatch? <laughs> I think I think. Around 14, I think. God damn it. Um, anyway, they, um, they, and by they, I mean internet people. Like, I don't, I don't know who they are exactly. <laughs> but mysterious fucks. Yeah. Uh, someone was fucking around in, like, Netflix's XML, like, not long ago, because people do that kind of shit. God damn it. And they found, like, you know, a Black Mirror sort of um, hash date in there for, like, the, the 28th, you know. Uh, and that kind of led to speculation that, hey, the new season is going to drop on, you know, this this Christmas, the, the, 20, the new year, the 28th. Uh, turns out that wasn't right. Then someone found it, found a unpublished, um, like, you know, when you click on a movie on Netflix, you get that mm-hmm. landing page for the yep. movie. They found that, Ooh. like uh, the URL for that they found. Uh, and it said Bandersnatch on it. And it just said Crazy. coming soon was all that it said. Um, now, after all of this weird cyber sleuthing, it's been confirmed. It's definitely coming out on the 28th. And y- you know more about this one than I do, really. Yeah, so I was, uh, I don't even remember where I ran across it, but I was just, you know, fucking around on the internet, saw something about Black Mirror. I was like, oh, I love Black Mirror, let me check it out. Sure. Turns out, wasn't going to be the Black Mirror that we are used to at this point, which I was kind of like, yeah. And then I was led to believe for a second that it was just going to be one long movie, and I was like, oh, well, that's okay, that's kind of cool, I could, I could dig that. It's even wilder than that, I'm not even sure how this is going to work, but it's going to be... Yes, in a way, sort of one long movie, but a choose-your-own-adventure movie-watching experience. Now, I don't really know what that means, but I, I have to wonder, like, is Netflix going to have... Because the, 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 the development resources behind what's in my head would be astronomical in oh, order God for damn, Netflix dude. to do for one thing. But, like, are they going to have UI pop-ups where you can, like, you know, use your remote's controller to go left and right, okay, this, that? Like, it's the only way I know to do it. Yeah, like, that, that has to be what it is, right? Because apparently there's, like, five-plus hours of resources available to them for, you know, different If you tasks. go through, yeah, enough times. Because, uh, you know, and I've got a little bit of a soft spot for that in my heart. Because, you know, when we were young, I used to read all the uh, Choose Your Own Adventure books. Those used to be a lot of fun. Uh, until you land on the fucking page and says you died. And you're like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, fucker. Yeah. Like, let me go back to the other page. But I, I'm just curious. I like the concept. I'm curious, though, like you said, because the only way you can think of to do it is with a pop-up of some sort. Like, the image freezes. Right. Gives you a second to choose. Or I guess it could be, like, video games where, like, it pops up and the video's playing while you 
you know, have sure, like there's like a countdown. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which would be even cooler, really. That would be a better way to go about it. But how much does that knock you out of the experience? The well, immersion. It depends. Like if you're if you're looking at this as being a because it's 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 an hour and twenty eight minutes, I think, which is firmly in future film territory Definitely. at that point. Um, so I guess that 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 immersion experience really comes down to what you're are you looking at this as a movie or are you looking at this as a, a almost like a Sega CD like game Ooh, like back in the day you where don't want that to be the case where like FMVs <laughs> played out and stuff you know I mean, like a modern version of that yeah modern version's fine I'm old school like a what was it fucking Zelda games yeah, like, Ooh, yeah not good so I don't know man I have to I have to wonder like what actually is this uh, either way it's more Black Mirror and they're saying that it's gonna be extremely violent like the term oh. extremely violent has been thrown out there mm, give it to me which is music to my ears because <laughs> like as much as i liked the last season of it like i've i'm firmly like in season in the in the camp of preferring season 1 and 2 yeah yeah sure like i, I prefer my Black Mirror to fuck pigs as opposed to like, <laughs> you know, have romantic relationships on the internet. Like, it, both of them are good. I just prefer pig fucking. Sure. But. I mean, like, who doesn't though, right? Sure. Uh, this could be an interesting, this is going to be a, a, an interesting litmus test because if this works out, people love it. Will Netflix throw more money at these ideas? Uh, that could change, you know, the whole streaming video thing because as Netflix goes, Amazon is often want to follow as is Hulu. I, I think it's really smart, and I hope they do it well, because if anyone can create an event around the television mm-hmm. uh, in a way that, like, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo can't, it's probably Netflix. They get, they get more eyes in front of their content than really anybody else does, I think. Nintendo don't, huh? Nintendo don't. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, Sega. Luke, are you being a Sega fanboy on this podcast right no, now? No, actually, I was a Sega fan growing up. I, had the, I even had the 32X. Remember oh, that? my God, yeah. It was basically Why? like a little egg that you put inside yeah. the... Because, dude, even... Have you noticed all the technology I have around? I'm, I'm what they call an early adopter, even when I was like 10. You really are. That one was a disappointment for sure. For I'm sure. surprised that one didn't throw you off of that from the get-go like <laughs> no, no, again. No. I, well, that's before I had my own money, so like, it, it, <laughs> it, was, like, it didn't mean all. anything. Yeah, yeah, Just mom and dad's. Fair. Uh, speaking of throwing away money, potentially, shots oh, fired at the next motherfuckers. <laughs> There's going to be a Critters remake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never seen Critters. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I know I've seen, like, three of them, but yeah. I don't remember them at all, other than just the round, rolly, fuzzy shits. Doing the bare minimum of research just to talk about the story. Well, I, it I, is Critters, I, so. I did find out that there's four of them. Okay. Uh, which seems like way too many. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen the fourth then. Okay, okay. But you've seen three. I've seen three. Well, maybe I saw, like, you know, one, three, and four, and just never saw two. I don't know. So are these basically just, like, poor man gremlins? Yeah, sort of, but they're, like, supposed to be scarier. You know how it is. They don't look scary, though, man. They're not, dude. They're not. It was in that weird... I I always assumed, because I've I've never seen it, never really had a desire to see it, because because of the screenshots. No, you're right. They just look like uh, they're they're trying to be silly fun, and that's fine. I'm just not interested in that. See, I think there's a camp of people who argue they're trying to be silly fun, and then I almost argue that's just how it turned out. I don't think it was ever really supposed to be super silly fun. It was almost like we're trying to be serious, but we just didn't. Like, it's almost like the original Pumpkinhead. Like, we're we're trying. Yeah, yeah. We just fell a little short, and now it became silly fun. Yeah. That's at least my rusty memory of Critters. Now, as a small child, it was radical, because there was just these stupid little violent fluff balls that rolled everywhere and ate people. That was cool, but... That sounds cool. As an adult, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, they're just called kids now. Like, 
Um, so it, this one's a little bit interesting because there is news or at least rumors swirling about of a Critters TV series not that long ago from Verizon's – and you might remember this when it existed very briefly. They're like – their Verizon Go 360 video platform um, that they had for yes. like just a little bit. Like they're going to do all this. We're going to create yeah. original content. No, thank and, you. And then that kind of all just kind of dissolved. And no one really knows where that, if, if that series is actually going to happen because it was kind of, it was greenlit to be on that Verizon platform, which is Weird. such a strange place. Weird. Um, so who knows what's going to happen with that. But sci-fi is behind this one. Yeah. And we've been talking about sci-fi a lot lately. They just did the Leprechaun reboot. What? I think I understand. I think a handful of the producers from that Leprechaun movie are rolling over onto this Critters project as well. Seems um, fair. And we'll talk more about Leprechaun uh, in, in, in the chopping block Ooh. a little bit later because I watched that one. Um, but having seen that one already and having not seen Critters, <laughs> I feel like if anyone's going to do it uh, and have it be somewhat passable, sci-fi are the people to do it. I mean, this is the if it has to be done. If it, yeah, yeah, and it does have to be done. You know it has to be done. I mean, these are the people who brought you Sharknado, Sharknado 55 or whatever the fuck it is. So, yeah, I could, I just care less. I could be honest. I could care less. I think maybe, maybe this idea could be kind of cool, but... Mm. So here's the thing. Uh, me, me and Chrissy watched... Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. She had mm-hmm. never seen any other. Is the original? The, no, no, no. The, the Leprechaun Returns. The new one. The okay. new one, yeah. Um, she had not seen the original. It's shocking, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and she, her, her exposure to the genre at this point has really been only like the best that it gotcha. has offered. It's, She's going the creme de la creme. Right. The stuff that gets into us that we get really excited about, the stuff that I've already watched that I feel like she would enjoy, the highlights, right? Yeah. She, and I, I'm not a big fan of the so so bad it's good horror film mm. like i know a lot of people are yes. really into that i'm just not one of them and i think leprechaun firmly lands in that space um i i have a sentimental attachment to leprechaun just because i watched Fair. it when i was a kid it doesn't make it good like i just right. liked it when i was a kid um she she didn't get it she she, she didn't <laughs> understand like She's like, why is he rhyming? This is so dumb. I was like, and the, yeah, that's the point. Like, it's supposed to be dumb and, and, and stupid. It's limericks, yo. It's limericks, yeah. Some racist bullshit. I, I don't know how that, like, it, it seems like sci-fi is trying to make schlock cool again. Yeah, for sure. Um, which I'm totally on board with. Uh, you know, Sharknado's dumb. Um, but I can get behind, you know, the Leprechaun thing. I can even get behind Critters if they're going to make that a thing again. But I just don't know if that works with, with modern audiences or not. It just kind of feels corny. I think it does. I think it does work with a subset of the modern horror audience, you know, because it's, I don't know, man. It's like that, that's how we remember it, and that's why we like the, you know, 80s films is because they are schlocky, and so give us more of that shit, which I think it's well documented. Me and you are on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. We, we want a little more respect out of our goddamn yeah. uh, horror cinema, and uh, it's just not not for us. Yeah, um, I... I, I, unless I have a really good reason to watch Critters 2020 <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is, right. I'm probably not going to seek it out on my own. Yeah, it's going to be a weird day if I end up watching it because I just don't have any allegiance to the originals in any form or fashion. So. For whatever reason, I, I, I thought you did. No, oh, well. no. I'm mistaken. Yeah. Not, don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> What's next? Uh, we just got an image, no other information, okay. but we're going to talk about it. Uh, from the Suska Sisters, an image for Rabid. Yes. 
So they are redoing the Cronenberg uh, uh, classic, which I've Rabbit. never seen. I've also never seen it. Um, I've tried to watch, and I know this is just blasphemous for a lot of reasons. Yeah. I've tried to watch one other Cronenberg movie. Well, other than like the Fly remake, like okay. I watched okay. the yeah, Fly that's good. back then. Um, I, was it? Uh, fuck, I can't even remember what it was. Mm. Whatever it was, I, I wasn't a fan. <laughs> it's safe to say I wasn't. A Weren't fan. feeling it. Um, but from what I understand, like he's a nasty motherfucker. Can be, yeah. Um, and I remember the visuals in the Fly being pretty fucking nasty. Nasty-ish. The first image from the Soska Sisters remake was on the cover of Rue Morgue. And this is some truly grotesque shit. It's shocking. Now, how do you feel about the Soska Sisters library as a whole? Like, what they've already done, what they've showed us they can do? Um, so, Dead Hooker in a Trunk was fun. Okay. Uh, obviously, just shoestring budget uh, in a time where, like, it wasn't quite as easy. Like, uh, it's hard for me to give people passes on shitty-looking movies <laughs> in 2018. Right. But, like, even, like, as long ago as, like, you know, 2012, 2013, that wasn't really the case. Like, it was still right. really hard to get, like... You didn't have quite the technology to just help yourself out. Right, right. Um, so I kind of give them a pass on that. It was fun. Uh, American Mary, I think, is fantastic. I I, I don't like the ending. Um, but other than that, like, I, I was really... I was late to the party on American Mary. Everyone was talking about it. Um, I finally watched it. I understood why everyone was talking about it. Wasn't a huge fan of the See No Evil 2 remake. I thought it was cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't Mm -hmm. see slashers very often, at least not in that, like, hardcore, intense, traditional sense. So I thought for what it was, it was cool. Just not, just wasn't for me, to be honest. So, honestly, I'm kind of split on them. I I never watched their show. um, The the Elevator show. I never really watched it. It was, whew. Not great. Cheesy. It just felt cheesy. You yeah. Know? I mean, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, you know. I mean, their whole their whole thing is kind of a gimmick, right? They're the, 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 the horror twin sister thing. Right. Like, yeah. Sex it up a little bit. Hey. Yeah. I'm not a hater. You do fucking you, man. For sure. If that yeah. makes you fucking money. I'll give a fuck. But you know, for me, just watching it, I don't know. It just it's not what I want sure. to you know put my time and effort into. And so yeah, it was it was sloppy. It was all that. And I, it kind of goes back to what we were saying a minute ago. We're not the schlock guys. Yeah. So and uh, you know that's how they make their cash. And I got no qualms against it. But that's how I kind of feel about them as a whole. I think that's what they like. Yeah. And so I've got no you know ill will towards that. It's just they're not making a product for me. And so that's my initial just reaction is this product probably won't be for me. But there is no denying that this weird open mouth, whatever the fuck is, is it stapled, stapled up? I, I yeah. don't know, I don't know, yeah. Uh, is a really, really mean and brutal image. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I think that's really all that's been seen. I think maybe a, a teaser was, like a really like short teaser was shown live somewhere. Either way, this is the first like massly consumable image from that rabid project, and I gotta say, man, uh, I'm, I'm sitting at probably 50-50 with them right now. Sure. I'm, I'm leaning towards the positive on this one. I think given a green light just to be mean, I think they could shine. I think they've... It's weird. Like, women directors, man, have no problem about being very, very mean. Uh, No. Like, they'll go to some really dark places that make other motherfuckers uncomfortable. Well, especially them, man. Like, even when they were on the uh, the core with Mickey Keating, like, their opening, you know, gag, because everyone kind of started to get one of those, was like... Think cutting his dick off in the back of a car. It was very violent, very bloody. Yes. Even the we shared a clip from it on the website, and it got pulled off YouTube instantly. Like, <laughs> like they get nasty, dude. Like they get really nasty. So, uh, if for nothing, if for no other reason than that, I'm really excited to see what they do. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, I definitely think that maybe that's what they're why this particular image has been released. It's just like, hey, we're gonna go real fucking mean on this one. So yeah. Buckle up. I'm ready. Same. 
And uh, this one's interesting to me because I looked back, I think it was around October, I had decided to go back and watch the Wesley Snipes Blade movies. Okay. And I was just like, you know what? I actually think I would be okay with a Blade reboot of sorts. Is that because they were so bad? Yeah, they're not great. Okay. Because it's been a long time. Yeah. I was never a fan in the first place, but I have at least watched, I watched one at least, and then I don't think I saw another one until... Maybe it was the third one, and like for, uh, Triple H was in it doing something. Yeah, the CG not aged well at all. Okay, I mean I'm not even sure it looked good when it first came out. <laughs> okay, but when you've got like this weird half-ass comic booky vampire dude just kicking the shit out of people ninja style, and that was way before comic book movies were cool. Yeah, I'm kind of fucking into it. So I was like, dude, do do this again. Well, James Wan says he would like to do it again. And for real this time. For real. Not like, uh, I want to do a Batman movie. (laughs) Right. And everyone runs with it. He actually apparently has approached New Line and and has asked, like, hey, can I I have the rights to to do this? Uh, No word on on how that's going to go just yet. But I do think that if there was ever a time for Marvel to reboot a a property uh, like Blade... It's it's right now. Fucking do it. So with a guy like James Wan. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. So when I jokingly throw that out long before this had happened, uh, there were some names got thrown out. Obviously, the the low hanging fruit, Michael J. White. Um, yeah. And I was like, no, that's just too obvious. Yeah. Right? And he's 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 in a different ballpark right now. Like he, he's he's firmly in like C level MMA movie territory these days. Yeah. Like no doubt, he's <clears throat> got the. The, the stuntman skills to make it happen. I just, mm, I don't know. I just don't want to see that. No. Idris Elba popped up. I think that would be kind of cool, but I'm not sure this is the right fit for him. Uh, so I'm not really sure who I'd want to see. Man, but- Yolan Noel. Ooh. He's the guy from The First Purge. Okay. Uh, bad motherfucker. Had hmm. a ridiculous character in that. Uh, like, like it, it was just really dumb and the movie's not good. But he was fantastic. And he had some great action sequences. I could see him doing it no problem. See, something like that, yeah. Somebody kind of left field that you're not really expecting. I think that would be radical. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is just pure, like, Juan just reaching out, maybe wanting to see something happen. But boy, sign me the fuck up for that. And if this were to happen, I know we're the last people that would know the answer to this. But <laughs> would would he be the first person to do a DC and a Marvel movie? Ooh, good question. Call up the guys from the Syncast because they know this yeah, kind of bullshit. For sure, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be. An, you know what? Speaking of Juan, I hear I haven't seen it, but I hear Aquaman is actually fun, which yeah, blows my fucking I hear that too. mind because. Uh, I'm a Mimosa fan, and I know his name's Mimoa, but he's a tall drink boy, let me tell you. Uh, I think he makes an awesome-looking Aquaman. It's just that trailer did not look fun at all. It just looked too much for me, and I, I'm pretty clear where I stand on comic book movies in general. Like, I'll, I'll never watch it, even though yeah. I'm sure like technically it's masterful and all that good stuff and, and fun, from what I hear. It's uh, just not for me. It's just everyone hates... Like DC is the easiest comic book movies to hate on, and everyone normally does, and the fact that not everyone is piling on makes me go... Wow, fucking James Wan just can pull, squeeze gold out of shit. He really can. I mean, imagine if he's able to do that, what his boy, old Pony Smasher, is going to do with Shazam. Motherfuck, dude. You know? Get those two working together on fucking Blade. (laughs) Make it fucking happen. I mean, that would be really cool, I think. (laughs) All right, that's what we got for the news. That was fun. And there was a, a lot, like you said, a lot more there than one might anticipate for the end of the year. All right, chopping block. Let me pull up my list. It's a very, very short list, so I don't know why I'm pulling it up, but... I had to do the same thing, actually. All right, uh, so I've got one, two, three, four. I got six over here. God damn. I've got three new ones, and then 
Ooh, yeah, three new ones and two that I've talked about previously, but I revisited. So. All right, hit me with a revisit. So on Christmas Day, I woke up and I saw that Santa's sleigh was available. Oh boy, <laughs> available where? It was on uh, YouTube TV, I think. So, okay, um, maybe, yeah, somewhere like that. Anyways, so I was like, let me watch this shit. I think Sci-Fi had it. Someone, um, old Bill Goldberg, man, that motherfucker opens up. I had no idea. It was like a. Fran Drescher was there, you know, the nanny and a whole bunch of other... I was like, what? Of course, they all died at the very beginning. Sure, but I was sure. Like, they could form for a day. Yeah, it's hilarious that, you know, you made sure to get this this cast. And I don't think the first time I watched it, I appreciated how schlocky this... I mean, I knew it was schlocky, but watching it again, I go, wow, they went out of their way to make this just absolutely a piece of shit on purpose. Yeah. And I kind of appreciate that. Really? Yeah. We just said we're not the schlock guys. I know it, but there was there's something about this one that I just <laughs> want to give it a pass for, and I don't know why. You're just uh, a big old pussy for Christmas I movies show is the what fuck it is. is, man. I mean, like, the jokes are bad. <laughs> they're stupid. Um, some of the effects i'll call them are just really bad <laughs> i'll call them effects <laughs> it's just all around dude it's just goofy and it was so funny is it's so kind of shitty looking i was like emily walked in and she was like when was this movie made and i was like i don't know like 2003 you know some sometime early you know just this is the best i could get now i was like 2013 or so and i was like motherfuck <laughs> dude it's bad hey well that's what i was just saying man like yeah as far as like indie horror goes like it's 2013 2014 is way different than 2018 like it's it really it's, it's way is. different yeah. miles and miles apart um yeah. but i was happy to watch it and you know what next christmas i'm gonna fucking do it again oh so we're we're we're, we're squarely in tradition territory it's got, it's got to at this point it's so dumb all right so i'm gonna go ahead and talk about leprechaun returns please do because i was like one inch away from watching that today okay so here's the thing it's a leprechaun movie <laughs> yeah it is it's in 2018 that is as real of a description as I can possibly <laughs> give you because synopsis done. Yeah, that because that's going to mean really everything you need to know depending on who you are. Oh like either God. you liked Leprechaun in 1994 whenever the fuck it came out uh, and you want to see more of that in 2018 or you don't. Uh, <laughs> if if you don't, don't hit play on the movie. Uh, if you do, I think you're going to be oddly surprised by like how it kind of works yeah, right yeah. now. Like, they, they do a decent job of stapling it because it's doing the direct sequel thing, right? So they do a pretty good job of stapling it to that first movie. Um, okay. You even open up with a shot of the, the leprechaun dying mm, in the first mm-hmm. one, but they remade it with, like, oh, modern yeah, effects yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um, and on that note, the effects are just killer all the way okay. through. Like, you got the director from The Void who we yeah, know yeah. they do killer effects, period. So the kills are a lot of fun. Uh, they, they, they vary in terms of complexity and, like, toilet humor. <laughs> um, but they're always followed with, like, a cheesy-ass limerick like you like you would imagine. Gats too. Uh, and it's, it's pretty much all practical effects. They do some all weird, right? some, some, some spatial shit with CG with the mailbox that we talked sure. about before. But for the most part, it's all, C, uh, it's all I'm sorry, it's all practical-driven. Um, and it's real dumb. It's, it, it's, <laughs> it's fun. Um, it's, it's a bad movie. Like just through and through, it's it's bad, but goddamn, it's 
if you're into that, it it could be enjoyable. Motherfucker, we're two for two on Slock after we said we weren't the Slock guys. I, you know, here's the thing, though. I'm not recommending it, and I'm okay, sure fair, as hell fair. not making it a tradition. Ah, <laughs> no. The I'm burning, just saying it's fun. It's fun. Okay, fair. The burning question, though, and you know, like the number one criticism as soon as it popped up was the, the actor playing Leprechaun. How was that? Oh, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, um, it was easy for me to forget Warwick Davis even existed. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, it's... This uh, this isn't really a spoiler, but like the first the first kill that the guy makes or that yeah. the leprechaun makes, uh, he sees him he's his reflection like in a coin or a mirror or something, and he's like, oh, I forgot how good I look, and it's like <laughs> a, kind of like a little dig, like mm. hey, I look different now and I'm even better than I ever was, you know. So I, that was kind of fun. Um, little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I got you. Yeah, and and for people that aren't entrenched in in the lore of the franchise, which is most people, uh, they're never even going to notice. Okay, fair. I mean, that's what we both assumed, that it was going to be just fine without. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So I might actually watch that then. I have no allegiance to Leprechaun, but that piques my interest. Uh, So as as lukewarm as I am on it, I will say that uh, the casual horror opinion on it coming from Chrissy is a a hard pass <laughs> on, her, on her end. I have to imagine. <laughs> okay, okay. I wasn't going to win I just want to put that out into the ether. Like, we know what we're getting into. Right. Uh, she, unfortunately, did not. Just waded into something she wasn't ready for. Yeah. So I went ahead and watched uh, Bird Box on Netflix. Yeah, I've been meaning to, man. Um, I was excited for it. It looks as good as you might think it was going to look. Yeah. Uh, I watched it with Emily because she was excited for it as well. The cast... I mean, obviously, when you've got heavyweights. Yeah, nothing yeah. but fucking heavyweights. You're going to get some good shit. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly's up in there. It was funny. I actually saw him listen. Um, How'd he do? Not bad. Uh, it was funny because I, I know who Machine Gun Kelly is. I know what he looks like. But, you know, he was doing a good job, so I just didn't put two and two together. And I looked at him and I go... So you didn't even know that was him? I go, I think this motherfucker's a rapper. <laughs> she goes, really? And I was like, hold on, I got IMDb real quick in the middle of a movie because it's going to drive me nuts. And I was like, fuck me, no wonder. It is a rapper. It's Machine Gun fucking Kelly. But And he has like a, re- um, does he play a drug dealer or a uh, rapper? It's so weird. Like, I'm not 100% sure what he plays. Okay. But he's just like a dude. And it, I don't know, it just feels right. And there's a couple characters that are like that where you don't really get their backstory. Uh, so they just kind of get to play a character. and They're just an NPC. Yeah, Basically. that's one thing I kind of appreciated that at multiple occasions it felt like it was going to go ahead and shoehorn into the typical group of random people stuffed together, all of the mist, you know, mm-hmm. or feast or yeah. whatever. So you yeah. know how people are going to break apart and how things are going to go. Allegiances and it, will be formed. Yes, and so it kind of starts heading that direction on multiple occasions. I'm like, oh fuck, here we go with the fucking cliches yeah. now, and then it very deftly moves away. Uh, just enough to kind of like, oh, you thought we were doing it. We did it a little bit, but now we're back on track. I was like, okay, I appreciate that a whole lot. For me, though, I, I know you, like you and a whole lot of other people had some issues with like uh, what you would call plot holes with A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. I thought there were some glaring moments here where you show me something and then we don't really do it. And I'm like, hmm. And it started to bug me a little okay. bit towards the end. Now, not enough for me to go totally pass on this or that it's a bad movie. And, you know, Emily watched it and she loved it. It didn't affect oh, her at cool. all. Okay. Uh, she really enjoyed it. But for me, there was a, some things that I'm like, that doesn't really add up personally. Uh, but I will say it's good enough that it made me want to read the book. Oh, shit. So I uh, I think the... the, the um 
the headline that stuck out most to me, I think it was either from Polygon or, or The Verge, or I forget, um, but it was Bird Box is scary-ish. Yeah, you know what? Fair, because it's weird. You, you see those like, you know, articles where Bird Box is the scariest movie of twenty eighteen. Sure. Eh, no, no. Uh, but yeah, ish is a good way to put it. Right. Ish. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a little bit of moments of like tension. You're like, ooh. Yeah. But for the most part, it's almost in this weird thriller esque kind of scenario. Um, yeah, it's a, it's just such a strange movie because. There's so much good, but then a few things that are just kind of like, ah, why? More or less creature feature than Quiet Place. Less. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's a spoiler to say you will never. If th- yeah, let me go ahead and say it. Just to clear up that way, no one gets disappointed because it's not really a spoiler. You will never ever get to see a creature if that's what you're watching this movie for. Well, if you see it, you die. <laughs> that's absolutely right. So, so why would you? Uh, yeah, you well, maybe we'll do. <laughs> now they were, they dabbled for a second with some Cthulhu esque mythos kind okay, of things. Some lore starts to creep up yes. a little bit, now which is actually that, cooler to me. Yes, yeah. I wanted more of that. I thought if we had went and played with that a little more, explored it a little more, uh, even if it's just a little sprinkle here and there, that man, it would have been a completely different experience. I would have really enjoyed it a whole lot more than what I did. But they didn't. And maybe that's just me being super picky because you were so close to being a really, in my opinion, a really, really yeah. good movie, and then you just you just tiptoed off of it a little bit. I don't know. So rumor has it that Netflix is putting this thing in theaters and so it yeah. can be eligible for, like, Golden Globe, Oscar talks. Is is it even in that ballpark? Ah, man. Uh, personally, I don't, I don't think, you know, if you nominate it, it's fine. I don't think it would win anything. Yeah. Maybe Sandra. That's, it's probably one of her best performances Ever. Really? Yeah, ever. I, I really like to hear that, man, because she's one of those kind of actors that doesn't really get a chance to to do that exactly. very often, you know? It didn't feel like a normal Sandra Bullock kind of film, you yeah, know? Yeah, because she gets cast as Sandra Bullock and everything. Absolutely. Kind of like, like the Vince Vaughn, you know, in Cell mm-hmm. Block 99. Like, they're great at what they do. They just have to do that all the time. Yeah, because, you know, you got, like, John Malkovich and things like that. You know, it's easy to to say, oh, fuck, it's John Malkovich. And then as he goes, you kind of forget it's John right. Malkovich. Because he does that all the time. All the time. But with Sandra Bullock, I always feel like, oh, shit, we're watching Sandra Bullock. And the whole time, like you said, I'm watching Sandra Bullock. Where this time, as I totally forgot, it's Sandra Bullock at all. Uh, you know, none of that squeaky clean Sandra Bullock kind of shit. Sure, it's sure. just, cool, she is this character now. Uh, so, yeah, if anything was going to win, I think it would be, or deserves to win, it should be her. But certainly not over like a Tony Collette or something that's like that. That's the problem. Right? It's just not, I mean, not the time, right? Not yeah, the time. Bad At least not this try. year. Yeah, yeah, not this year. So all right, that's fun. I might check it out. I might check it out. Yeah, I, I think it's right. You How know long what? is it? That that would be the d- deciding factor. That's a good question. I, I, it didn't feel long. It didn't feel long at okay. all. So it may be really long, but it just went by quick. I think it's something you could watch with Chrissy, and y'all would have a good time. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that for a second. Yeah. Um, House that Jack built. Ooh, yeah. Didn't watch this one. Uh, come real close. Um, so it's a Lars movie. Yeah, and right. that, that that was also part of my teetering. Right. Right. So same here. Uh, but for me, honestly, I don't I don't really have like this negative association uh, with Lars. Like the the only other movie that I've seen of his was uh, um, Bleeding Dick movie. Antichrist. Antichrist. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's the only one I've seen. Which is enough to scar a motherfucker. Yeah. I guess. I mean, it's weird. It's unsettling. Yeah, 
I don't know. It's, I just don't really find it a good movie. I don't find it to be very entertaining, and, and that's something that me and Patrick talk about all the time. Is that uh, Von Von Trier is that Trier is that how you pronounce mm, yeah. the last name? He doesn't really seem to ever be necessarily worried about entertaining you. Nah. Um, like he's just there to do what he wants to do, and Fucking then he's going to tour in the goddamn purest of senses. Right. So I expected a certain level of that going into House of Jack built. Period. Right. Right. Um, to my surprise. I got a lot less of that than I expected. Like, as far okay. as Lars movies are concerned, um, this is infinitely more digestible and comprehensible than what I saw in Antichrist. Okay. Uh, Matt Dillon is fantastic. Uh, Uma is barely in it. I okay. mean, so don't get hung up on that particular <laughs> casting. Um, super fucking long. Pretty brutal, I guess. Um, I, I know that the the screening that Patrick went to, that a lot of folks were able to go to, it was like an early IFC screening mm-hmm. in, in several screens. Uh, IFC actually got in trouble because they showed the director's cut at that theater Whoops. screening, uh, and the MPAA was furious because there are, I don't know for sure why, but there are two scenes, both of which are very short, uh, but I could see the you know white-haired MPAA ah. you know just losing their fucking minds uh, at the fact that this was in front of a, a large audience um but i could uh, see someone air quoting messing up on right. that whoops yeah whoops <laughs> like oh yeah we totally made a director's cut i mean <laughs> you're like you right. know uh, <laughs> right there was the like, actual cut whoops uh, we grabbed the wrong reel it's very easy to do nowadays yeah so either way uh it, it's not as wild and outlandish and like i don't really understand like the walkouts on all the mm. can conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I could understand walking out from it if you're just bored and want to see something else. Gotcha, like I get yeah. that, but not from like an offensive. This is too violent. You've crossed a you've crossed a line here. Uh, I, I didn't get any of that from it. Um, not bad. I would never watch it again. But <laughs> as far as should someone watch it, um, I think Matt Dillon does a excellent job like he 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 has an an amazing performance that i wasn't sold on at first because at first it just kind of seemed like matt dillon doing matt dillon stuff sure um but then as you kind of learn more about the character of jack and i mean it's almost like a von trier um american psycho which is what the trailer made it look like what is going to make or break this film and i don't think it's going to make it for anyone this is only Uh. gonna this is at least for me i I can't imagine how this would be a good thing It it only broke it for me but there there are series of attacks, okay. Uh, with Matt Dillon's character, he attacks Uma in the truck. You see it in the trailer. Yep, yep. Um, in, in these scenarios, he, he's he's having a, a conversation with someone. It's almost a narrative experience. Mm, and he's mm-hmm. having these conversations and recalling these events during this conversation that he's having, and you don't really get to see who he's having it with. You just hear his words. Um, so in between these killings and these entertaining sections, it's just Matt Dillon talking to someone, <laughs> and as that happens. There's like just B-roll footage just kind of playing on the screen or like mm. old-timey like history footage or something. And it'll put you to sleep, man. It'll <laughs> put you to sleep. But as soon as you go back into telling one of his, his quote-unquote stories and you get those visuals, it's, it's, it's cool. So just weird artistic choices. Very weird. Again, he's he did what he wanted to do. Uh, he, he could have edited this movie into being a very commercially successful film uh, that pushed still pushed boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um but people actually wanted to watch it. Uh, he he just chose not to do that again. It always cracks me up because you've got those like those purists, those, those pure artists, right? And they're like, "Well, I don't care what the audience yeah. says." And then when the audience goes, "Cool, well, we don't like it," then they get mad. It's like, mother. Well, he may I, not I was be. Mad, say, I don't though. think he's that guy. I don't and think he he's that guy. But yeah. there's other motherfuckers like that guy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that Dylan does a pretty good job because he does great. 
there's a, I don't know, the trailer kind of made me feel like he's a little bit of a wet blanket. No, he's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty good. Radical. Uh, should I check it out? It's hard to say, yeah. dude. I don't know. I like, if you didn't. I feel like I would need to have a Red Bull and be in the zone, ready to You watch. have to be in the right state of mind, and I honestly don't know when that would be. <laughs> like, this is a movie that if you if it was in your block at a film festival, uh, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't regret having watched okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, but seeking it out, you might regret having blocked off time that you could have used doing something else. Mm-hmm. You've got so many other good movies yeah, to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, speaking of good movies to be watching, a movie that I watched today that I... I just had low expectations for it for some reason. I don't know why. And it uh boy, it, it hit me. I was like, damn, this is a good fucking movie. Searching. Okay, so that's on our year end awards yeah. list. And I, I, I need to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. It, phew, dude, it, I don't maybe it's because I have a daughter now. And maybe that's why it affected me a little bit more so. But we've seen this a thousand times with the movie is kind of told via what you see on a computer screen yeah, or something. Desktop horror. Yes. Yeah. Dude, I I don't know, and like definitely you'll be more of a expertise judge than I am, but I don't think I've ever seen a movie do it so true to life as this one does. I've heard that from literally everybody. Yeah, so dude. I, I don't, and, and that's a small sample size because sure, sure. it's mostly a conversation with Jen and Patrick mm-hmm. and Slack, but I know both of them cried dude. at it. Uh, it sounds like rough, it fucked man. you up. Yeah, a little so. bit. It was just like, oh my, like you start to feel for the, for the main character. It's crazy. Huh. You know, and they're using real, real sites the whole time. They don't make up any websites. So like it's YouTube. What's the movie about? So this, uh, it starts off with your with your family, a loving family, mom, dad, daughter. You kind of follow via him looking at videos on his computer. He's just pulling up old video files and watching it. So you kind of get to follow the progression of the little girl growing up. The mom gets cancer. She gets better. Re, re, uh, relapses. She dies. Mm. And then you kind of see that there's still, you know, mom and uh, dad and daughter are still kind of a loving thing, but there's definitely this weird mental strain because mom's now gone. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly up one day... Uh, daughter just disappears, and so he contacts the police. There's and you a discover back and forth all police. of this is 100 percent through desktop. Yes, it's okay. told really cleverly. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't want you to give it away. FaceTime yeah, yeah. calls and stuff, and so he starts going through, uh, hunting down through her social media where she might have been, contacting friends and all this stuff. So it's really cool, really clever to watch how he's able to get, you know, her Facebook password, and mm-hmm. he uses Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he goes through like YouTube. Uh, actually uses YouTube, Reddit, all live shit that is definitely all, well within the realm of possibility, yes, and, all yeah. real things, and so it like that just adds an element of like oh shit because these are websites you know, and yeah. when he's like you know getting the uh, recovery password for Facebook, that's something you can relate to directly. You've done a thousand times, yeah, and you're yeah. like mother fuck. And there's some twists and turns as you might think. It's almost more thriller mystery, but I think that just. You know, especially as a parent, there's a, there's definitely some like, oh my god, this is absolute worst case, worst just scenario nightmare. nightmare. Yeah, because yeah. uh, it's not over the top. There's no like weird strained relationship with the the, the father daughter or something. It's just like this is just shit that could happen to you because which is always going to get my support. Uh huh. I mean, and uh, when you put that on top of just excellent performances, and then one of the most clever ways of telling a story. That I've seen because, like I say, we've seen it before, just never done this well. It's just always a gimmick. Yeah, it's that's exactly yeah. right. It's a gimmick, and here it's almost—it's well, not even almost. It is a storytelling device. That's uh, great. And so I was into it one hundred percent. 
will recommend to everyone. Sweet. I, I, I'm, I'm literally going to check it out probably tonight. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very curious to see what you think about uh, how they use the technology. Yeah, I'm, I, I didn't know that they actually used like Facebook, you know, instead of like Friendster or, yes, you know, that, that kind of so shit. It's so nice. I think know? there's like maybe two websites they made up, but it's within, there's a good reason for why sure, they made sure. those up. Um, so that, yeah, dude, you're going to dig it. That's awesome. Um, I watched the Bad Times at the El Royale. Man, I if I had a little bit more time today, that was going to be the last movie. It just did not pan out for me. Well, you, had, you would have had to have a lot more time. You're fuck, dude. Um, is it like that? It's a really, really long movie. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, this, this, this came out theatrically. Uh, didn't do very well in it theaters. It was in and out very yeah, quickly. It was, it was gone very quickly. Has a star-studded cast fuck um, yeah, it does. in there. You got Hemsworth. You got Bridges. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, they're, they're, I mean, there's people everywhere. Uh, and it's also the guy that directed uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, what's up? So you, you kind of know what you're getting into in, in that sort of situation. Uh, the problem with this one, it's entertaining. Um, it is well acted. The story itself is cool as shit. It's way too long. Dude. Mm-hmm. Way mm-hmm. too long. Overstated. Welcome. And it's and it's not that they were even using that extra length to tell like more story or stuff. It's stuff that they could easily cut out. Like um, one of the hotel residents is a very good singer, mm-hmm. and her voice uh, does play a part in the story and how the you know how things progress, and it, it's important. But I bet we spend at least twelve <laughs> to thirteen minutes. This is an exaggeration. No. Listening to her singing entire songs. No, um, and it's just little things like that that you could cut at no. least forty minutes out of this movie, and it would be so much more enjoyable because it's a good movie. It's a lot of fun. It's too fucking long. God. Bless. Yeah. And she's really good. So there's part of me while she's singing where I'm like, well, this is really impressive. And the other part of me is like, fucking stop. <laughs> Move it along. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I don't know. Uh, <sighs> it's good, but I almost can't recommend it just because of how long it is for, and, and because of how like egregiously long it is. Right. Like, for, for bad reasons. You, not everyone can be James Cameron, motherfucker. You don't need a three hour plus movie. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it didn't need it. In the story, while good, just simply isn't complex enough to have that. You know, mm, good point. Yeah, sometimes when you've got that, just like uh, I hate to use the word basic, but basic. You yeah. know, not in a bad way, but just like a very basic, fun story. Shorter, less is more. Yeah, less is more. And they and they kind of start to do the hyperlink thing for a minute, like mm-hmm. low lifestyle, uh, where stories start to lead into each other. So then you get a certain amount of retread uh, between your story threads. And in a movie that's already too long, the last <laughs> thing you want to do is watch the same shit you've already seen. Get some recycled um, footage. Yeah, I, I don't know. Good movie through all that good movie I can't recommend because of the aesthetic looks cool oh dude dude. there's there's literally almost nothing to complain about in this movie but I'm still just mad because (laughs) of how long it is some time was wasted for no reason yeah and it it makes it worse because it's a good movie Ah, no that's definitely happens a lot of times the better the movie sometimes when you kind of do little fuck ups just man amplifies them yeah it's me with bird box really there you go yeah um Dude, so I got one that I know me and you will be split on, and I'm probably going to piss off a lot of people, mm. and that's just how it is, yo. My opinion. Mm. Assassination Nation. Oh, so this was my next one, too. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's just... Let's dig it. into it. Uh, right off the bat, did not enjoy yeah. at all. It I just, was just fucking bored. Yeah. Bored. Keep going. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to let you have a moment. Oh, no, like, you're no. on the good side, right? No. Um, you so love this one, right? I... Don't, don't 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 let me misquote you. Yeah, so love love is tough. Uh, okay, I, I do okay, think that it is the scariest movie of the year. Okay, um, and that is a bold claim to make. It certainly, fucking is. I understand. 
Um, but as we were just talking about, the things that get me more than anything else are things that can happen in real life. And Assassination Nation tells the story of an entire town that gets hacked and their personal information gets out there. Now, some of these people are, you know, sex-crazed teenagers exchanging filthy messages, um, and they're getting called out for their bullshit, for being sluts, for, for being whatever. Um, other people impacted are just living normal lives, man, and mm-hmm. don't do anything wrong. And then when, you're, when your entire life is exposed out to the masses, people start digging in and just finding things to be upset about, which is something that is definitely a problem in today's, you know, culture. Um, I don't know. I think the way that it did the things that it did were fucking terrifying. Um, it, it, I had heard almost nothing but bad things before I watched it. Um, people saying that it's not a horror movie, this, that, and the other. So I expected it to be basically not a horror film at all. I was actually surprised at how much blood and violence and uh, the the intense scenarios that we got because people are making it sound like this was R-rated Mean Girls. Like, yeah, there's like um, vloggy, modern, you know, vernacular and culture infused in this, but it is not an R-rated Mean Girls. There's a lot more going on here. Yeah, and it might be more fun if it was R-rated Mean yeah, Girls, maybe. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, so I had a little bit more of the opposite because I didn't really see a lot of chatter online personally with this, but in within chat, and it seemed like, you know, most everyone within MH really kind of dug this movie. So I was like, cool, I'm excited to watch it. Uh, dude, it just fell flat with me from, from the get-go. It was, you know, I'm on team, like, let's be, like, you know, socially conscious with each other, but, like, I don't know, dude. It was almost like, let me virtual signal to the umph degree and just chat at my own little uh, choir. And I was like, ah, let's just get to it, man. Yeah, there, I mean, there's definitely an element of like um, I can understand why there's a huge subsect of uh, subsect of people that are like, oh, this is just a whole bunch of I am woman, hear me roar bullshit. But I, it is so much more than than that. And I, I'd be lying if like I'm not, I'm personally connected to like one of the subplots of the movie in, <laughs> in particular that really like rang home for me. And I think anytime that you have a personal connection to a movie, it's just going to oh, mean much more to you. No like doubt. you were saying with searching, yeah, like, absolutely. like if you didn't have a dog, it probably wouldn't mean as much as you. Absolutely wouldn't. I think if you didn't grow up in this digital age, if you don't live a fucking filthy life online, <laughs> like your boy does right here, then this probably isn't going to be as scary to you. But when I think about my shit getting leaked on the internet and the conversations I have, even with like just you know my partner Chrissy, like sure. if that shit, the filthy shit that I say were to get online, <laughs> like can you imagine? And that just terrifies me. And then to think about like how the world would react if something like this did happen, and I don't think this is too far fetched to be no, honest. No, and I do like the fact that uh, no, this is not really a spoiler. Like you know. Doing some, uh, you know, IP address searching and sure, shit like that, sure. and it's like fucking Russia and shit. Like, yeah, it's VPNs. Uh, and it's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's where it's fucking coming from, most likely. I mean, who the fuck knows? But yeah, that in and of itself, interesting. I like it. Yeah, I think it's been done better in other places. I think there's just a lot of like weird, weird relationship downtime um, between some of the more meaningful moments of the movie and it could be just a part that i had watched this after i watched searching and Mm. i was already in a spot of like cool i've seen this internet thing already once today uh and i saw it better you know now granted they're in two different worlds very very uh, very different worlds assassination nation is literally like you end in this gunfight in the middle of (laughs) suburbia where they're wearing matching trench coats and it's all very very symbolic and you know there's some archie shit up in here yeah yeah 
Uh, it's also a very, very youthful movie. Like, if you find yourself annoyed by, like, modern technology and, like, the way people behave online, uh, this movie is probably going to piss you off and make you feel a little disconnected <laughs> and uncomfortable and just not really connecting with it. Um, and I think that's kind of the point, to, to, to be honest. Probably. This movie simply, I know every movie is not for everybody. Like, you can say that about anything. But Assassination Nation really isn't for everybody. Like, there, there is a very particular niche of people that this movie was made for, and I happen to fall in it. Yeah, I think part of my problem is, too, the, the way it's designed is almost to make you feel like a bad person if you don't like it. Like, the, the filmmakers kind mm-hmm. of, like, position it like, oh, here's all these trigger warnings, and if you don't like this movie, you're probably one of these assholes within this trigger warning. Sure, sure. Uh, which I know my boy Alex Stinger's you know, predisposed to going to hate it, and he doesn't give a fuck if he's one of those. But for me, I was like, I'm not one of those motherfuckers. Like, I, was, I, I actually didn't think that the trigger warnings were like, it's fun. It's that, overhyped, that they for sure. That. It's yeah. way overhyped. I didn't think they were that bad. Uh, Chrissy was very uncomfortable during this one, especially oh, in the scene with Skarsgård and his his friends and everything. Yes. Like She was very, very uncomfortable for a lot of it. And, and I was like, well, you got the trigger warnings and everything. She's like, I just didn't know it was going to be that bad. And I was like, that wasn't that bad. Yeah, like, that like bad. I've seen so much worse. And she's like, well, you just don't understand, blah, blah, blah. Now. Chrissy, if I'm in the niche of people that this movie was made yeah. for, like Chrissy's the fucking bullseye of the target <laughs> that they're the going for. Like right she's there, yeah. she is exactly who this movie was made for. Um, so it it connected with like she was like, I'll never watch it again because it was just so Fair. disturbing and, and impactful to her. She's like, it's I just can't do that again. Uh, to me, it, what doesn't land as hard, but I get it, man. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's weird though. Part of me wanted because I watched uh, like at about I think the hour mark, I was like. I really, as much as we've had conversations with these characters and we've kind of just tagged along with them throughout different days, I was like, I kind of don't really feel like we know them very well. We mm. just kind of know them from this little blips and pieces that the movie shows us, which maybe is by design. Yeah, kind of like you don't know anyone through the blips and pieces that you see on social yeah, media. Yeah, and that and, was my thought, yeah. too, is like, <clears throat> we only know this girl through like all her like weird sexual shit she does. And so that right. way I've got a predisposition to think of her such way. And if that's the case, very clever. Uh, because even um, there's even that conversation. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but she, when sure. she's trying to explain that I'm not a monster, I'm not a bad person, mm-hmm. I just did these things. And that really hit home for me, man. Like a lot of these people, a lot of these, I sound like an old man, but a lot of these yeah, kids growing up, youngins. they're doing all this crazy shit, this wild stuff, man. They're not bad people. They're not sexual. Maybe they're sexual deviants, whoever. But like, it doesn't make them I'm bad down with some of that, people. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I'm down with all of them. Right. Your boy well, is terrified when this happening. <laughs> the one thing I was super uncomfortable with, though, because I wasn't like, is this just for the movie? Is is the, Are the filmmakers trying to like make a point here? Was the whole argument about whether or not a character was a child molester. And I was not okay with that whole... like. Yeah, that's uh, weird, defense. right? Because the way it's presented was like almost... And I don't want to project, but this is exactly what I'm fucking doing, so hypocritical slightly. But it was almost like I, I had the feeling that the the filmmakers and I don't know them were projecting this argument with this character and I was like I don't like this fucking argument it made me uh, very uncomfortable I, I didn't get that argument at all I got the exact opposite did you did you that. yeah like I got we the exact were more opposite. in the parents side of things um not even so much of that like not even so much that they're trying to make an argument at all like this was a decision that she made uh, and that she's having to deal with the consequences and as is he okay yeah like, see that, I'm not okay with that boom 
You know what I mean? Like, ugh. at some point, we, we have to put our foot down and be like, X things are not okay. And for me, like this weird pedo shit, not okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you um, know, that, that was my line. But it's one of those conversations that gets weird, right? Like, if you're 17 and someone is yeah, 37, no. like, that's weird. But if you're 37 and someone's 57, that's not as weird, right? Like, it's one of those strange moral dilemmas that, that really only exists because, like, we make it weird, you For know? For sure. I mean, and it's one of those weird societal double standards, too, where if it's a, if the boy's 17 and the woman's older, yeah, not that much of a fuss. Now, I personally still make a fuss because I'm like, still not okay. Um, but, yeah. It's I, like so the Joe Rogan the gig, right? Like, right. he was like, yeah, if... If, uh, you're talking about Harvey Weinstein, he was like trying <laughs> yeah. to offer his his uh, daughter a, a contract to be Batwoman. He's like, but it, 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 only if she fucked him. He's like, dude, I'd beat the shit out of Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> He's like, but if Harvina Weinstein yes. came to my son with a solid contract to be Batman, if she fucked him, I'd be like, bro, you're gonna be Batman, <laughs> right? <laughs> dude, I and mean, I mean, a lot of people have some problem with Joe. I love Joe because at least but he's that's fucking real honest. shit, man. Joe's yeah. fucking honest uh, most of the time, and that's one of the points where he's honest. And he's not wrong. That's represent uh, representative of society, right? Um, but yeah, and so you know, I'm definitely on that fence where I was not comfortable with that. So. Yeah, uh, if there's one thing that assassination nation is probably gonna make everyone feel at least once is uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I just. I, Man, personally, I just needed more. I felt bored the whole time. I just needed more something. I get it. I I, I didn't. I was really into every single bit of it. I like the useful soundtrack, the colors, the, all the actors involved. I uh, knew you were going to like the fucking colors. I knew it. Well, you know me, bro. I mean, come on. I mean, I do normally like that. I'm a little played out on it now, though. I need I need a moment to, to breathe from all that, that color shit. Yeah, I mean, I think... If you do it in like Suspiria esque, where it doesn't make any fucking sense, then like yeah, that's that's dumb and, and kind of played out. But if you have just like good set design, where like people have like fluorescent lights in their room and shit, and that projects color onto them, I think that's still cool because that's just good photography. <laughs> fair, fair. Not for me though. Okay. Well, so, uh, well, actually, that was yours. So. Yeah, that was that was me with a partial of yours. What's up for you? All right, so. I don't know how much, so I'm going to close out with two. Cause it was, are, you, are you done? On yeah, yours? I'll throw out one more that I watched that uh, we've talked about before. But, you know, just uh, my opinion on the retread. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to start with one uh, called Dead Night. Ooh. Okay. I don't know if I know this one. You do. Oh, fuck me. So this was a movie that used to be called Apple Cart. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. And then it, I think it premiered at Fantastic Fest. It did not do well. Mm-hmm. The filmmakers actually re-edited the movie based on critic feedback, okay. which is never a great mm. sign. Uh, Dark Sky picked up the re-edited footage. They renamed it to Dead Night, starring Barbara Crampton. Oh, Lord. Um, which, you know. Oh, um, Lord. So, yeah, Dead Night. Um, it looks beautiful. Uh, it's got people that we recognize. Barbara Crampton, a dude from Your Next is in there. Mm. Um, like the main guy with the beard, you know. Um, it's one of the most boring movies <laughs> I started twice. I turned it off twice. Ouch. Um, I finally did finish it, but I got to be honest. I um, I was barely there mentally. Like, I'm just trying to be respectful and finish the process. Um, Struggle through. I can't ima- – and this is – you got to keep in mind – I'm trying to be a dick here. I'm just no, trying to sure. let you know, like, my experience watching the movie. Like, I was not entertained by it. And this is the re-edited version. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was the version in theaters <laughs> I mean, in, in festivals doing, you know? Um, oh. it's tough um, oh. aesthetically it's it's good like the effects are awesome Crampton's actually pretty good okay um, as far as the gear that they use it's all it's, this should be a good movie um, it's just boring fucking all can't be bangers yeah they all can't be bangers yeah uh, 
so what did they call it again? Dead Dead Night. Dead Night. I mean, dude, if you ever want to retitle your movie into something that'll get lost in the fucking shuffle, that's how you do it. You certainly <laughs> fucking do it that way, man. That's how you do Holy it. God, it just disappeared into the ether. Either that, or you call it something around like in in the dark. You know, <laughs> yeah, something you dark. Use those words use and like dead or dark, and it's just, just fucking gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never will be found again, uh, which I guess maybe is the point. Uh, just disappear off my IMDb list. Yeah, it's it's not great, man. It's not great. So my last one I watched, uh, which has become me and Emily's new Christmas tradition, maybe one of our only Christmas traditions, is to watch Krampus. Yes. Motherfuck, is that not always a pleaser to me? It just never gets worse. It always just gets a little bit better, and I don't know why. It's the practical creatures, wow. um, just the whole like vibe of it. We actually... My little one, she's about to be two. That's yeah, when I started yeah. watching horror movies. We had it in there, like, let's just see how it fucking goes, right? She's a really good movie watcher, and so she's paying attention. Mm-hmm. And it's getting to the, uh, I can't think of the Jack in the Box name. I think he's just called Dare Clown. Uh, he's about to pop up, and I'm like, he's a little creepy, sure, especially sure. when you're like, he's doing like the little worms kind of yeah, thing. And he yeah, he opens up that split mouth. Yeah. I'm like, we're going to see what the fuck happens, right? So he rears up, opens that fucking mouth. It's just gnarly looking. All of a sudden, I hear this. <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck yeah, that's my baby. That's my baby right there, dude." That's awesome. Um, so, God, dude, I, Michael Doherty, please just make all the uh, make all the holidays, dude. That dude's got that dude's got holiday on lockdown. He does. But there was a wasn't there like a fucking joke or something in one of them about? Uh, I think in Krampus they're talking about see him on uh, in February or something like that. No. Easter with a rabbit Easter bunny. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, no, I would love to see that. Right? Yeah. Is that a hint? Wink, wink. Because I would love to see that happen as well. Yeah, isn't he doing like the Godzilla movie right now? I isn't, think so. Isn't that what he's tied God, up in? Uh, is it the the Godzilla versus Kong? Or no, I think like it's that? like the King of Monsters oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. God, the one that had that the really. They they use the uh, that song that everyone uses in the trailer. Remember remember the piano thing? Oh from, yes, yeah. Dun, uh, dun, that dun, video dun, game. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, I got exactly totally. Um. Hmm, interesting. I'll, I'll watch it. He, I'm sold on him. He's yeah, fun. He knows sure. how to make fun shit. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to end with a movie that I can't say too much about Uh-oh, yet. Make it a banger. But they never care if it's positive, right? <laughs> they um, normally don't. They yeah, let that one right. slide. Uh, so I, I'm actually going to get a toot their horn in general, really. Okay. Uh, Blue Fox Entertainment. Oh, yes, yes. They've been putting out... Just out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. I feel like they didn't exist before this year. And then 2018, just boom, here's all these cool movies. They, they released like five killer movies this year. Uh, and one or two that were, you know, decent, but not great, sure. you know. Um, I, I think these are the guys to watch, you know, mm-hmm. going for Like, if, if Blue Fox puts out something, uh, you should probably, you know, your ears should perk a little bit. because so, uh, well, go USA for us, basically. Yeah, almost. You know, it's like, it's, yeah. they put their... Put their face on it. You're like, mm, okay. Yeah, I mean, there, there are a few companies that you can do that with, right? Like, Wellgo is one of them. Mm-hmm. A24 is uh, Definitely a, a one. large example of it. Um, but Blue Fox is in that conversation now. And I, I bring it up now just n- not only to say congrats on them to having a killer year, but Shit, their yeah. first movie of 2019 is called Braid. Oh, uh, yeah. And they sent that over. And what an interesting fucking movie this is. It's got a hell of a description. Yes, uh, it, it's basically about these two. Oh, they're, we're getting played <laughs> out right now. I do. Uh, our, our, I don't know if you guys can hear that through the headphones or not, but our uh, outro track starts playing. We're not done yet, motherfuckers. Yeah, calm down. The, the, the technology is like, get the fuck out of here, boys. Not dead yet. 
Um, so the, the description is like these two drug dealer girls um, kind of get busted. They're on the lam, and they decide that uh, the, the way that they can make all this go away is if they rob their rich friend uh, who just so happens to have this mansion and is absolutely insane. Batshit crazy. Um, so like she plays this perpetual game of house like in her, since she was a little girl, and now she's an adult, has this mansion to herself through... Um, no one's really sure how her parents died, but uh, however that happened, uh, she, she, she has their mansion now, and she's still playing this game of house. Uh, from their little, so now they're trying to hide from the law and rob her, all while trying to play house with her to make her crazy ass think um, there's nothing amuse, going on. Amuse her. Yeah. Appease her. Uh, and they got to do some crazy shit while they're there. And, man, at first, I wasn't completely on board. Sure. Because it does so much on like the artistic side of things. I had to imagine with that kind of synopsis. That camera moves so goddamn much. And at first I was like, I mean, is there going to be any shot that's not a Dutch angle? Like in, uh, in this, like, is there yeah, going to yeah. be a single non-Dutch shot? But then as you watch the movie more, like sometimes shit just kind of cuts to black and white and like you get really close to people and then it kind of goes back out and then there's like an LSD sequence where all these colors are crazy. Holy fuck. And then when the story kind of starts settling down, at least as far as what's going on, it's like the camera gets even crazier. Like it starts spinning and it's like, I don't know. It's, I went from being turned off by it thinking like you're doing too much to by the time it was all said and done, really paying more attention to what the camera was doing than what the actors and actors were doing. It broke you the fuck down. Yeah. And I'm like, at that point I was just like, well, that's really cool looking. That's really cool looking. That's really cool looking. And like the movie itself is pretty good as well. But like, it's really, it's really all the pieces of the pie that make this one so good. Gotcha. And it's different, man. If you've watched anything that Blue Fox has done, they're mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. one for. They're almost more like the American art exploitation. Like they're 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 making these they're they're releasing these movies that are a little more artistic in nature, but Definitely. also very like grim and a little more savage than you might expect. Yeah, that would make sense, especially with my uh, my love of uh, oh, wow, what's the fucking title? We ate the night, uh, the we, dark, the, the dark ate the night. We are the night, the zombie one. Yeah, I know what the you French mean. French one, yeah, yeah, because uh, that one very bleak, very dark, but also very artistic. Yeah, um, yeah, this one I've been interested in as well. I'm just. I needed a, a breathe before I think I go down that rabbit hole. And hearing you describe it makes me go, yeah, yeah. Breath. That's another one of those where you have to be in the right mind space uh, because it, it does a lot of crazy shit, and you, you gotta you gotta be in a space to where you're not. You gotta just gotta be ready for that. You gotta be ready for that. <laughs> you gotta be ready for all this wackiness. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well, I've got nothing else that I watched. It's just it was a weird couple weeks. Same here, man. Um, I did get a Christmas present. Oh shit! And it is called. Uh, it's it's just like it's trivia pursuit horror edition. Oh God! And they actually have like new movies, modern oh, horrors. I was about to say we're not going to do good, but uh, that makes me go oh right, right. So uh, obviously not prepared for this one, sure. and I've never played trivia pursuit before. It's been a minute, but I feel like we can do something cool with those. We definitely could. at the very least with the question cards that are in there. All right, so yeah. let's let's marinate on that. Soak it up a little bit. And then maybe in the next episode. Brine uh, us a little. In the new year. Yeah. Oh, shit. Our next episode will be in the new yeah, year. 2019, this bitches. Is, this is it. I'm going to call, I'm gonna be uh, relatively off the grid. I'm going to be in Colorado good for, for the new you, year. Dude. I'm going to be hanging out, good having a good you. time. Uh, Got to take plenty of pictures and share with us. Oh, dude. So I've been, uh, those of you that follow me more closely on social media know oh. I'm a huge technology nerd, right? 
uh, always have been, also a huge, just specifically phone nerd. Mm-hmm. And I fell mm-hmm. in love with this company called Moment recently. Uh, they make uh, this case that I have on my phone right now actually has a mounting system right here around oh, yeah. the lenses where you add these legit cinema grade glass uh, lenses and really just elevate your shit to a whole nother level. They have their own camera app where you can adjust your exposure and your shutter speed and your ISO and really get cinematic shit. All right, they, they hosted their own film festival not That's long ago cool. just for films shot on phones. Uh, and you would never know, dude. Like, you would never fucking know. So I'm going to get some killer footage out there. Uh, Tyler um, Oaks, who's the director of photography on God Country, that yes. is our movie, by the way, uh, he actually got their anamorphic lens. Oh, shit. And, dude, when you put that thing towards the light, you get legit Abrams blue ah! lens flares coming off of it. I mean, it is spectacular. Man. So if you're into mobile photography, if you're into technology, whatever, check out Moment. They're at Moment on Instagram. They're hipster as fuck out in, like, Seattle and Portland oh, shit, and all yeah. that. But, man. Really cool team that are doing really cool things. Uh, tell them we sent you because, dude, I would love to get up on some of that because one of my backpacking trips now, I've gotten to where I like to, to do videos so I can go back and remember it because I've got goldfish memory. Yeah. So I've just been dabbling with recording. I just take my phone because it's easiest, right? Yep. So, all right, man, fucking good-ass lens to do some of that shit with. Ooh, yeah. I'll it. show you what I'm working with downstairs uh, in a minute. Let's get a sponsorship from them bitches. Dude, they're, and they're just cool people. Like I've, right? I, I know you, you've been more involved in the vlog culture than I ever have been before. But I've never really found like a vlog that I like watching. Sure, I really like theirs. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So they're just they're just cool. My guys. Right. I don't know. Anyway, um, next show will be at you in the new year. Sounds good, man. Enjoy Colorado. Yeah. Until then, thank you. We love you. We are out of here.